everybody, and welcome to another episode of the Trans Questioning Podcast. I'm your host, Sarah. It is August 15th, 2018, the year of our Lord, 2018, our Lord Jesus uh, Christi, Christ, 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 uh, he was a good dude giving us the years. So I'm sure all of my many, many listeners have been waiting with bated breath to hear tales of woe and sorrow and joy and fun about my times and travels in Italy. Well, buckle up, I guess, because I'm going to do some of that today. I talked a little bit about it in the outro to the last episode when I talked to Emily Lynch, but uh, I'll I'll get into a little bit more detail today. I uh, uh, don't want to talk about it too too much although maybe i will i don't know there's no telling i don't have a script for these so uh yeah i'm also going to talk about uh some other yeah i'll start with basic hrt stuff and then i'll get into some uh email things um and yeah we'll we'll we'll, we'll play it by ear it'll be a good time it'll be nice good fun little traditional episode of your favorite show the trans uh, uh questioning uh, pod, pod coast. So yeah, let's talk about hormone R therapy, uh, H replacement T. So, uh, at this point I have been on the hormones for, is it three months now? I started like early June. No. Okay. So from June to July, from July. Okay. It's been two months. Yes. Okay. It's been it's only been two months. Okay. In my brain, I've been thinking that it's been three months because I'm bad at numbers. Uh, I have ADHD and a math deficiency, so that's not a surprise. Well, that's fun. That makes the developments that I've had all the more exciting. So yeah, it's been two months that I have been on uh, the hormones, the estrogen and the anti uh, estrogen. It's not anti-estrogen. It's anti-testosterone. T-blocker, spironolactone, estradiol. Those are the ones. You already know that. I've talked about it. I'm in a bit of a mood today. I don't know what my deal is. It's 10-15 uh, p.m. I have been locked in a state of inaction and pessimism and um, uh, uh, is, I'm not sure. I can't. There's a word there and I can't quite think of what it is. Uh, uh, apathy yeah apathy is a good term just this this uh, like i I got back from italy and to my disappointment i sort of just fell immediately back into my uh, uh all of my old routines and my routines uh generally the the top of the pile is um sit at my computer and check twitter compulsively for about six hours so I have all kinds of things that I need to be working on. I have two essays that I have to write for the uh, the uh, the classes that I took while I was in Italy that are due in four days that I don't even know what I'm writing them about. They're both like I have to I have the book that I need to read for one of them. And then there was other stuff that I need to read for it. And I haven't even cracked the cover because I don't know. I've been busy doing other shit. Uh, it, sort of. I've spent the last couple of days um, basically completely dismantling my bedroom and then putting it back together again to make it a better production space, which is really fun. Like, 
I I put a fucking boatload of time into it where it's like, I'm going to streamline the fuck out of my room. I'm going to really make it a good production space. So I have like a blank wall that I can use for backdrops for my videos. uh, If I want to do green screen stuff or whatever. Um, And then I have like my bookshelf against like a teal backdrop. It's perfect. It's wonderful. I love it. I finally got it all situated today and it's like, oh, it's so good. And um, within like minutes of that, uh, a series of events happened. And now it is increasingly looking likely that uh, I'm going to be moving (laughs) to a different house soon which is so frustrating so frustrating uh that that's gonna happen i mean it'll be if it happens it'll be an easy move but it's still like you know uh well anyway i've been locked in a state of sort of apathy for the last uh two weeks i guess since i got back because uh i just fell back into my routines and it's sort of like i don't have a uh I don't have anything that I've like structured my life around. I really need to get a job. Uh, I'm excited for schools to for for schools for school to start again. But I also have like my follow on project for my study abroad program where it's like um, I agreed to make like a sort of documentary short film type thing for them in exchange for money. So I've got to do that. I've got six months to do that, so I'm not as worried about that. But then there's Lots of other stuff that's on my plate. So um, it's been, yeah. How did I get onto that? Fuck. I know there was a reason that I got onto that tangent because I was talking about HRT. Ah, damn it. Well, whatever. It's not that big a deal, I guess. I'm sure you listening are like, fuck, what? You onto something and then you just dropped it. Nobody's nobody's thinking that. Yeah, my sense of time has just been completely gone. It's why I missed like a week uh, for for this for the podcast, uh, for which I am endlessly sorry. But uh, it yeah, it's been it's been rough. I'm glad that classes are starting next week, and um, uh, you know there are things that are that are looking exciting. But anyway, 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 HRT. Uh, it's, it's, it's cool to realize that it's only been two months. It makes my, the, anyway, uh, yeah. So, uh, I know in previous episodes when I was in Italy, I, uh, talked about feeling some like mild pains, uh, in my, my, uh, my, uh, breast areas. And, uh, I am happy to report that that is in fact, like it wasn't a hallucination. I was not on the drugs, it was an actual literal thing that was happening to my body, uh, by my body, from chemicals that I was putting into my body. So I guess I was on the drugs. Um, so uh, it is really strange. Um, so I I lost a lot of weight before uh, uh, over the last year. Like I lost uh, probably 60 pounds. I think I'm at 190 now. I'm probably like I'm fluctuating because I'm not back on my diet. I'm going to start again um, as soon as school starts and I'm like busy and not just apathetic all the time. Um, but but I, I lost all this weight. Um, but my uh, I, I already have like a fair bit of weight like uh, in my 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 torso chest area. And so. One of the things that I was happy about 
as far as the timing with uh, when I started HRT is that I already kind of had boobs. <laughs> um, and so I wasn't starting from nothing <laughs> necessarily. And I don't know how much like uh, uh, just like fat compared to whatever the tissue is that's developing, uh, how that shakes out. But um, it, it, it's different. It's, it's noticeable. It's still like a mildly noticeable thing, but it's like um, uh, there are these weird little uh, uh, little like half what's the size i'm 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 copping a feel of myself right now <laughs> uh it's like i don't know i don't know how to it's it's like a um i don't know like a quarter yeah something like that like a quarter in diameter and like two stacked on top of each other there's a, there's your good tactile uh uh, description just imagine that surgically implanted under your nipples um so yeah those are those are growing that's happening the 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 boobs are coming in the boob harvest is <laughs> is good this year uh and that's been i don't know it's weirdly comforting a lot of people describe like the pain uh like the sensitivity and it, it it's definitely there like it's weirdly it is sensitive. Uh, and there've been a couple of times where I'm like, ow, fuck from, um, when I was taking my room apart, I took the doors off of my closet. Oh, and if I move them and have to put them back, fuck. Anyway, I took the doors off my closet and while I was carrying those around, there were a couple of times where it was like, ow, shit, my, my tits. Uh, you can tell I'm having fun using these words that I, uh, it's sort of awkward for me to talk about. Um, uh, uh, mammary tissue because I mean, obviously I'm an awkward person and I don't know how to talk about bodies in general, but also I kind of struck a lot of like descriptive language about women from my vocabulary because I so strongly associated them with like really gross sexist guys being like, oh man, look at her tits. You know, the way the way that guys say that, you know, the the like, oh, that's it. put my hands on them and lick ice cream off them. Anyway, it just like, I don't know. It's a whole thing, but it's weird, like ta talking about referring to myself with that language is strange because there's still this part of my brain that's like, that's objectifying language, you know, Ugh, tits boobs um think that's a gross way but it's well it's 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 different you know different words diversifying one's vocabulary is good it's easier than saying breasts all the time right and it's like am i just objectifying myself that's fine i don't care i'm an object of my own design whoa no i'm not uh the turfs are having a field day Ah, autogonophile confirmed. Autogonophile. I'm sure that's a thing. Anyway, so uh, yeah, the boob harvest is coming. Um, let's see. Uh, I've noticed that my skin is softer in a way that I wasn't expecting. So I'm pretty sure I described this a bit earlier. 
Um, oh, that's I wanted to finish this thought. The uh, the pain in my uh, my my uh, my my breasts uh, as they are developing. Um, a lot of people describe that and they're like, ah, it's really annoying. And I find it weirdly comforting. Uh, and when I'm sitting in my room, uh, I do find myself like I'm doing it now of like just sort of touching and sort of like rolling it around. That sounds disgusting. Um, but whatever it's, it, it, it is, a, it's a thing that I feel it and it's like, okay, it's real. It's a real thing that's happening. You know, it's not in my brain. It's real. And it's like, you know, anybody in this position has doubts and is like, am I, am I really trans? Is this real? I'm, I'm, I must be full of shit. I'm just destroying myself. But when I, you know, feel this like weird discomfort, it's sort of the fact that it doesn't hurt sort of tells me that it is something that I want and that is real for me. Um, Cause like when I say it doesn't hurt, I mean, the pain isn't like, Oh no, I don't like it. It's, I don't know. It's, it's like, it is uncomfortable, but it is, it, it's a reminder of what I'm, what I'm going through and that it is real and happening anyway. So back to my skin uh, skin's great. It, uh, skin's a nice thing to have, you know, it, um, protects your tissues, your softer tissues from, uh, the, the elements, um, you know, exposed muscle really doesn't like, uh, everything that's not skin. Anyway, I, um, uh, that's another side effect that people describe, uh, losing their skin. Now, softening skin, the, uh, um, there is definitely an element of that that is sort of like, oh man, my arms do feel softer. What um, what really surprised me, because I, I, I'm touching my arms all the time. I basically have been doing this since I started shaving my arms again over a year ago at this point. Um, just, I'm not entirely sure why. I don't know. I, I don't know how to dis- how to explain that, but it's just sort of um, feeling feeling my skin. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know what to tell you. Uh, but you know, because I do that like every single day, I don't really notice much of a difference because you know, the, the, the change is happening slowly over time. But, uh, I do what really, what really hit at home is feeling my back. And I'm not entirely sure why this is a thing that I was in a position to notice at all, but it happened where I was sort of like checking my shoulders and it really struck me that like I could feel the bone under my, uh, under, uh, uh, my, my shoulders and on my back in a way that I couldn't remember ever being able to do. And that might just be, um, the fact that I've lost a lot of weight, but it is, it is also like the skin, and the tissue in general is like thinner and softer. And so there's, you know, there's less muscle there. So I'm sort of feeling all of the various things that are under the skin and the tissue a lot more, which is another thing that's sort of like weirdly comforting describing it. It sounds horrifying, but it's not, I don't know what to tell you. 
I have gotten um, uh, substantially physically weaker. And that's saying something because I already had pretty noodly arms. So uh, honestly, like there wasn't much muscle to lose. So it wasn't that big of a loss, but it is like it's I think like I described earlier, uh, not being able to get like my baggage up over my head when I was on trains and stuff. Uh, that was very inconvenient. But one thing that I really liked uh, that I've noticed is that uh, as somebody who's been overweight for uh, longer than not, um, I do have like very serious calf muscles because I do walk a lot. And um, one sort of weird thing that I would, I, I've, I've been fixating on is uh, if I'm watching something at my computer, I'll lean back and put my legs up on my desk and um, I didn't like the way that my legs, my, like my calf muscles would squish together. And I don't, I don't know how to explain that either. But uh, for whatever reason, that stopped. It's my, my, uh, uh, I, for whatever reason, my calves and like my lower, my legs in general uh, already have like a fat distribution that i find more aesthetically pleasing. And I, again, don't know if that's uh, how much of that is HRT doing its magic and how much of that is uh, uh, weight loss. But I feel like this is something that's new to the last couple of months. I don't know. I don't know. Within a few days of getting back, I had my sixth laser hair appointment sur- surgery, uh, uh, laser hair removal appointment. I'm not sure where I pulled surgery. I, uh, uh, that was, uh, uh, it was the most painful so far, but in a way that was good. So the person who did it, uh, it was, it was a fun time because she, um, uh, she did the usual and she's like, all right, I'm going to turn your settings a bit up today. And so it was a little uncomfortable around like my chin area, the way that it always is. But, uh, you know, she, the, the way that the process works is they sort of, they start at like a cheekbone and they sort of work their way down and then they do the neck. They kind of do one side of the face and then they go to the other and they sort of start like up at the cheekbone and work their way down again. And they sort of like go back over the problem areas, which for me is the, the chin, at, at like below the chin and along the jawline. Um, so she finished, she got to the other side and it's usually when like, okay, a session is done. And she sort of, I I heard her make like a, hmm, kind of noise, but you know, settle and quiet, uh, such that it would not show up well on a podcast. Uh, and she like, I heard her walk away because of course I've got these goggles on. I heard her walk away over to the machine and, uh, there's just like some like, you know, like clicks and stuff. And there's like some beeps from the machine. And I just hear her say, um, for these, for these darker, thicker areas, we're going to try something new. And then she sort of pauses and she's like, so this is going to be a bit more uncomfortable. (laughs) Uh, and that to me is like, Oh, okay. So this is, this is going to be bad. This is going to be a bad time. But, uh, the fact that she even like started down that road, I was immediately like, yes, please get me uncomfortable because I'm not paying you guys to like 
coddle me and be like, oh, oh, you're in pain. Oh, no, let's let's turn the settings down and make our laser less effective. So I'm all for getting aggressive. So the laser at this point, she started she's like, okay, so I'm going to put more of this cooling gel on your face. And um, if it gets too painful, just let me know. So. Uh, how I've been trying, I've described this to a couple of different people so far. Uh, the, um, the, the, there's a pace to the laser where it's not like she, uh, uh, hits a button for each laser. It's like she holds the button down and it just zaps at a specific, like fixed frequency. Uh, and so it's, it's generally sort of like a sort of pace, you know, it's not. It's not really, it's not super fast, you know, it's, um, eh, it might be a little bit faster than that. I'm trying to think like, it's more like a, yeah, that, that feels right. Um, where, you know, no one area gets so hot that it starts really becoming uncomfortable unless they're just like going over the same area a bunch. But, uh, when she did, when she got more aggressive, the uh, the laser was like on rapid fire. It I it I'd never heard the machine do that before. I didn't think it could. Where uh, I'll do my best. Uh, it was more of like a. I can only I could only do it on my desk because it needs two fingers. I got to do it the drum way. Uh, so it was very uncomfortable uh, to the point where I did actually literally feel my skin get like too hot. And I had to be like, Hey, let's, let's stop, please do that a couple of times. Cause it was very uncomfortable, but I am very glad that she did it because, you know, the, the laser hasn't been having the effect that I've wanted it to. So there's a part of me that's like, okay, is this because, uh, my face is just, uh, so resistant to lasers or is it because the place that I went to is not doing the best job? Um, and so the fact that she did that is like a good sign to me. And, um, I had been, I have been noticing like more of an effect. Uh, I, I've been trying to compare pictures from now to, you know, six or seven months ago. And, uh, I don't know. Sometimes it's like, oh, I see a huge difference. And other times it's like, no, it's still the same. Uh, my mustache has thinned uh, dramatically. My neck has thinned a lot. But other than that, it still seems to be about the same. Um, although, I, uh, you know, it seems like it's growing thinner. It's like everything else. It's so hard to say um, until it's just gone. But, um, you know, it's only been about a week since that appointment. So I haven't noticed any like substantial difference but uh i'm i'm hoping that uh, in a few weeks time i'll shave and then suddenly whoa i've got an effect now so there's that um let's see what else i uh uh i've been trying on a bunch of new like clothes and stuff and sort of working my way up to uh uh, starting to present full time uh, in my head. It's, you know, in reality, it's probably not going to happen for a while. Like the beard is a big problem. Um, I mean, I'm already wearing like female clothes all the time. It's more just like, how do I signify that more? 
than I already am. And the answer is like, wear a wig and other shit. But um, I am growing my hair out. Uh, it's already thicker than it was before. I've, I've compared pictures and it doesn't seem like it is. But the only picture that I could find that like uh, is uh, long enough to be able to tell is from like three years ago because, you know, I, I was so ashamed of my thinning hair that I just shaved my head bald all the time or just grew it really thin. There was a, a sort of embarrassing amount of time where it's like, I want to have long hair. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to grow it out only on the balding part and I'm going to shave everywhere else. Um, that didn't really work. So it was sort of a weird mohawk situation, but everybody was very kind and didn't, you know, laugh in my face. So, you know, there's still good in humanity, despite what the year of our Lord 2018 would suggest. But like I said before, the hair definitely feels healthier and it seems like it's getting thicker and uh again like i'm surprised that it's only been two months for whatever reason i thought it had been three and i I, again i'm like how did i think that so it's uh it's good that that's where uh it's already had that effect and it's only been two months so uh, as time goes on it will be uh hopefully it will just be like a substantial uh, exponential increase in thickness thickness um my um uh it feels like my body hair is growing slower um and my facial hair it seems like all around it's it, the growth rate has slowed it's like it's hard to quantify because i never timed it before <laughs> Uh, but there is like this sort of nagging feeling like it's it's slowed like an impulsive like I feel like I should have shaved by now, but it's it's okay. So, yeah, I th- I th- I think it has slowed. Um, you know, I'm still epilating my arms, and the hair on my arms doesn't seem to be growing in as thick, but it hasn't been enough time, so I can't really judge that. Uh, one of the things that you hear is that you know HRT over time. Uh, thins out hair like body hair and stuff um and that process is sped up uh by way of epilation because you're pulling it out uh pulling the hair out by the root so it has to regrow the whole thing um i guess i don't i don't i haven't looked into the science of it i don't know if it's bullshit or not it probably is but uh, people report that it does it does speed up the effect so i'm actually running a bit of an experiment <laughs> Which is uh, maybe not advisable, but I figure, you know, I'm already putting myself out there. I might as well make it even more. So so um, I tried to epilate my uh, like my belly and my chest and it hurts like that area is super sensitive. It's sensitive and the the hair there is so thick, Um, specifically when I got to like my my chest, like right in between uh, my 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 breasts. Um, that area, like epilating that, um, I was actually bleeding and like, uh, the, the skin there was like raw and I had to, I mean, there's still a bit of a scab there and it's been like 
over a week. Um, so for the time being, it's like in order to pluck that, like I, I have to do one hair at a time because the epilation thing, it's just too much. But uh, I did epilate sort of just take a, a straight line, uh, uh, my belly and up my chest and everything. And then everything else I didn't really touch in part because ouch. Uh, but after it happened, I'm like, you know what? It's symmetrical. And also they say that uh, epilating increases the uh, the thinning effect. So here's a test, I guess. I'm going to keep epilating this like sort of middle area, um, barring certain areas that are just way too sensitive. And um, I'm going to not epilate and just shave everywhere else and just, you know, test it and see. Just to see. We're just going to see so I can know. So while I was trying on some of my... Um, my uh my dresses and stuff that i've had for a while um you know i've lost more weight since uh, uh over the last couple of months because i did not eat that much when i was in italy and that pattern has uh stuck uh it was fun actually um went to mcdonald's with my roommate one night because i was just like i'm you know what i'm having a craving for garbage and i want to get my usual and I got my usual and it actually like filled me up real fast and I still ate the whole thing because I'm a garbage person, but I ate it and like I felt really full to the point of almost being sick. And there was a time when I could have eaten the same thing and been like, hmm, I sure wish I had more, which tells you a lot about that. Was, was that a Jordan Peterson impression? Mm. That tells you a lot about uh, uh, where I was before I started losing weight, before it came out. Um, but uh, e yeah, so, you know, I've lost a lot of weight since the last time that I tried on all of my more explicitly gendered clothes. So I was trying all that on. And um, I also had gotten a bunch of new shirts in the mail from the, the Yeti because I love their designs and I'm bad at stopping myself from getting things that I want. Uh, and I went a size smaller than I had been. Like, I'm down to a large now. And um, there's a couple of different shirts that they use that are, like, they, they're tighter than others. So, like, the one that I'm wearing now, it, uh, it's large is, like, perfect. But uh, there's another one that I got that was, like, really tight. And it'll loosen up with time. And I'm still, I've still got weight to lose uh, but there was like a realization that my my rib cage isn't going to get any smaller. And as I was sort of feeling around, it's like, oh, this is this is just in the way, huh? And um, like wearing this specific dress, it really stuck out to me that it's like I've got where my um, my pelvis is. You know, the bones that go out as, as as wide as it goes. And then you sort of travel up and like that's where the uh, the hourglass is supposed to be, you know, the waist. And then you go up and there's your ribcage. And it's like, well, wow, it's a really short area between the bottom of my ribcage and the, the pelvic bone. And uh, there's not a lot of room to like develop an hourglass it'll be more like a, a a rectangle that has like then its own little hourglass 
at a sharp angle. So that was a little dispiriting. Um, although bodies are weird, right? Like there's there's fat in places that it's like I feel it now and I'm like pulling at it like there's still a fair bit of stuff right there. Um, so dang, have I been talking about this for 35 minutes? I said this wasn't going to take that long. That was the last thing that I really wanted to cover, though, is my, uh, my fucking ribcage. Uh, maybe I'll have a, uh, um, a ribcage transplant. That's a, that's a thing you can do, right? Although on the topic of surgeries, um, there is the other thing of, like, my very severe underbite and my uh, uh, just generally protruding um, chin. Um, and there's this sort of constant thing that like I've, I've I've more or less resigned myself to the fact that I'm probably going to have to get facial feminization surgery some point down the line. But on top of that, I'm probably going to have to have um, uh, uh, like surgical jaw realignment surgery. Um, I realized one thing that I always hate, like looking, looking at pictures of myself, uh, uh, like straight on, uh, is that one side of my face is like bigger than the other. Uh, and it always, it's one of those like imperfections that just really, it's one, it's one of the things that my eye just like fixates to along with my smile, because I can see the way that my lips are straining against my underbite. Um, and it just, it frustrates me. Um, and I finally like there looking at pictures and seeing like this side of my face is so big, you know, I would, I would then go to the mirror and be like, what, what's going on? What is it? What is it there? And like, I couldn't quite see it. And I finally realized that part of it is that my jaw is misaligned. So it is like more prominent on one side than the other. And it's not like, that much so but it is more than none at all and uh it's uh it's frustrating this is one of those things that gets me to thinking about like boy i sure wish my parents had forced me to get braces and had like done something about my stupid mouth when i was a kid or that my mom had invested in like dental care when i was in high school or that our fucking healthcare system wasn't garbage and that we could just have dental care because a healthy mouth is fucking important. It's not cosmetic. You monsters. I say to, uh, the healthcare industry, the, uh, insurance industry anyway, um, socialized medicine anyway. So, just even if I didn't come out as trans, I would probably need uh, at some point down the line, like a, a, a job, a surgical jaw realignment of some kind, which I've done a bit of research into. And it's like, it's a, you know, carving parts out of the jaw and like moving it and stuff. And there's like this one person who claims that they can get your jaw back into place by just doing all of these exercises and stuff. I don't know what the fuck that's about. I think that's bullshit, but I don't know. Um, so 
that's a that's a type of surgery that like it's you know it's extremely invasive it's very painful there's a lot of like complications that can happen because they are breaking your jaw and like pushing it back and then like bolting it back into place uh and there's i mean yeah there's a lot of shit that can go wrong there um and that's that's frightening it's not fun to think about but you know, if passing is something that I want to do, it's not going to be enough to get facial feminization surgery because I'm still going to have this underbite and the underbite is something, it's it's one of the big things that I, I really fixate on that gives me dysphoria because it's like, I'm never going to be able to pass like this. Um, and it's just more of that fucking curse of my goddamn body going on. Um, but at the same time, it's fine. It's fine. Uh, one thing that I like about my chin that I've noticed is that HRT has softened the uh, the the butt of my chin. Is that what that part's called? The part where the butt is? <laughs> uh, so on like big muscular manly man men, when they do a grimace, you know how the, the skin on their uh, on their chin will like scrunch up? And it like folds in on itself or it like does it does a little like a wrinkle type thing. Mine always had that where there's like a particular sort of look to it that's like, I don't know. The point is, it's not there anymore, which is really nice. The skin there is much softer. And when I get that same, I don't know why I'm trying to do it now because I can't even see it. Um, But my chin just doesn't get to that point anymore. Um, in general, my skin just looks nicer. I have much nicer skin. It's nice to have skin. Uh, the 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 real like the real message of this podcast is that it is good to have skin. close out the show today with uh, something fun something a little lighthearted so first uh i got a uh, an email on the first of july this year that i kept meaning to read but i didn't have my computer near be near me all the times that i uh uh, uh that i recorded when i was in italy and um this is somebody uh this is from um Sira stratus who is, I know, somebody who um, supports me on Patreon. By the way, patreon.com slash LTAS. Ooh. Uh, uh, and this, they sent this message to me. No question or anything. Just wanted to say thanks for the podcast and videos. Despite being out to myself for over a year and to a few friends for maybe half that, it still feels like I'm some crazed explorer who just set out with no map or, and can no compass. It's heartening to hear about someone else at a similar point in the journey, though I've yet to get on the HRT train, maybe in a few months. Enjoy Italy. Um, yeah, that's a, it was a nice message to receive. And as I say every time, you know, I'm glad to hear that just doing this podcast is helpful in some way. Um, I uh, uh, did something extraordinarily narcissistic the other day, and I uh, uh, searched Reddit for trans questioning podcast, and I did actually find a thread that uh, 
there was somebody in, in the comments that recommended my podcast. And this was from probably December or of last year or January this year. Uh, somebody like describing it as, you know, um, recording my pro- progress and they described it as like, I'm waiting with bated breath because they're, you know, describing their transition or this, their, their questioning process. Uh, and so that was kind of fun to see. And I know some, somewhere else, um, there was a point where, uh, uh, Carter Manier retweeted like a screenshot of, um, some, something that was attributed to her, like a quote. And I read it and I thought, oh, that sounds really familiar. And I realized, wait, is that from our conversation on this show? And I like pulled up the file and like playing through it, like got to a certain moment and like, oh yeah, that's from this show. Holy shit. And then I tracked down that and it's like, oh, they're on Reddit. Somebody was quoting from quoting her from my show. That's amazing. Uh, and this was like four or five months ago that this happened. So, you know, it's nice to feel validated there. Um, so I haven't gotten very many emails from people. It's only been 26 episodes at this point. Um, so you should get on that. But uh, in the meantime, uh, I'm going to check some other messages that I've gotten over at uh, transquestioningpodcast at gmail.com. So if you have questions or thoughts or little stories you want to uh, want to share, uh, you should send me an email there to uh, uh, fill the time with something that's not this. So this is an email from uh, Lawrence Betty Lawrence. And the subject line is, I wait for your or urgent response, all caps. Dear friend. Oh, ah, yeah, you got a big thing. Okay. Dear friend, greetings to you. I am Miss Betty Lawrence, secretary to Dr. James Moore at the C, uh, uh, the CEO Kent Pharmaceutical Limited. I am 27 years of age and single. I do want to introduce you. Uh, wow, the, the the wording here is weird. I do want to introduce to you a business which will benefit both of us as my company is in need of a product, in parentheses, herbal supplement, a raw material which has been found, which is been found in your country. While our company ran out of stock of this product, which we have been using for the production of animal injections and vaccines, and also for research since 2005. Well, that's just an, an unfinished article. Um, our purchasing manager who uses to purchase this product on behalf of my company died last year in a car accident. <laughs> Uh, our company is currently buying this product at the rate of 3,800 United States dollars spelled out. And then she has in parentheses, uh, 3,800 USD, uh, like 3,800 in numbers. And then USD, you capitalized SD lowercase. Uh, our company is currently buying this product at the rate of 3,800 United States dollars. 
uh, per sachet of 500 gram, while this product is only found in your country since ever we started making use of this product, I was lucky to have the contact address of this local vendor, uh, capitalized, in your country from the file of my former purchase manager who is late. May his soul rest in peace. <laughs> oh... Recently, I found out that this same material is sold by the manufacturer at the rate of 5,000, sorry, 550 United States dollars, 550 USD per sachet to our former company purchasing manager. And I do not wish to let anyone in our company know about this because of my interest in the business. Oh, ooh, we're getting under the table here. I intend to present you as a supplier who will be a middleman between our company boss and the local vendor in your country so that my company will not know the main source of the material while I will forward to you the contact of the local dealer no punctuation, so, with the S capitalized, that you can negotiate with them and sail to my company boss at a rate of... 3,800 USD per sachet of 500 gram. This in agreement that you will be given me 30% of profit, which we will make from it afterwards. If you are interested, I will forward the details on what to do and the contact of my director so that you can contact him for negotiation. This would be a long-term business relationship between you and our company. Upon your response, I will send to you contact of my boss and the local vendor and all relevant information needed for this business. Contact me through my email at yandex.com? Whoa, that's a weird... All right. Uh, awaiting your reply. Thanks, Miss Betty Lawrence. Okay. Wait, hold on. Is her name Betty Lawrence or Lawrence Betty Lawrence? Because that's... No, yeah, but her email is Lawrence Betty Lawrence. Hmm. I smell... This might be spam. Uh, let's go to another one. Uh, this is from Mrs. Catherine Pascal. And the subject line is Dear God's Elect. Dear is capitalized. God is capitalized. God apostrophe S. Elect is not capitalized. Uh, Dear God's Elect. Greeting to you. I believe you will do better than I think. It is understandable that you may be a bit apprehensive because you do not know me. I am writing this mail to you with serious tears in my eyes and great sorrow in my heart. I decided to contact you due to the urgency of my situation. My name is <laughs> Mr. Apostrophe S. Mrs. Catherine Pascal. I'm going to assume Mrs. Uh, Mrs. Catherine Pascal, uh, comma... Am, A capitalized. My name is Mrs. Catherine Pascal. I am contacting you from my country, France. I want to tell you this because I don't have any other option than to tell you I, as I was touched to open up to you. I am married to late Dr. George Pascal, late is capitalized, who worked with France Embassy in Ouagadougou. Oh, oh, O-U-A-G-A-D-O-U-G-O-U. -O -U -O -U. Uh, I imagine that is an actual city and that it is incredibly racist of me to not know how to pronounce it. Um, 
uh, uh, I'm married to late Dr. George Pascal, who worked with France Embassy in that city, the capital city of Burkina Faso, for nine years before he died in the year 2011. Why do these emails focus on dead people? We were married for 11 years without a child. He died after a brief illness that lasted for only five days. Since his death, I decided not to remarry again. When my late husband was alive, he deposited the sum of four of U.S. dollar sign. $4,900,000 and then in parentheses $4,900 United States dollars uh, which she is all of those letters are capitalized it's weird that she uh, uh, omits the thousand uh, with the bank in Ogadugu uh, <laughs> Presently, this money is still in the bank there. He made this money available for exportation of gold from Burkina mining. Recently, my doctor, capitalized, told me that I would not last for the period of seven months due to cancer problem. The one that disturbs me most is my stroke sickness. Having known my condition, I decided to hand you over this mission to take care of the less privileged. You will utilize this money the way I am going to instruct herein. I want you to take 30%. What is it with 30%? I want you to take 30% of the total money for your personal use, while 70% wireless capitalized of the money will go directly to charity work with a single, uh, just open quotes at the end of work, helping people in the street. Why, why is there a quotation there? It's just the one. There's. It's not. Okay. Because I grew up as an orphan, orphan capitalized, and I don't have anybody as my family member just to endeavor, endeavor capitalized, that the house of God, God capitalized, is maintained. I am doing this, am doing this, so that God, capitalized, will forgive my sins and accept my soul because this sickness has suffered me so much. As soon as I receive your reply, I shall give you the contact of the bank in Burkina Faso, and I will also instruct my lawyer to issue you an authority letter that will prove you the present beneficiary of the money in the bank that, apostrophe S, if you assure me that you will act accordingly as I stated, capitalized herein please kindly reply to me back through my private email address for more explanation remain blessed yours sister mrs Catherine pascal what a heartbreaking story i am a little bit suspicious that she didn't explain why she what, what her sins were she told me that her husband had died the late dr george pascal but she didn't explain what her sins were. I suspect she might have killed the late Dr. George Pascal. Let's do another one. This is from Mark Bester. Uh, the subject line is re, colon, attention, sir, slash madam, comma. Oh, this is much shorter. Attention, sir, slash madam. I will like to know if you received my previous message about Mrs. Dorothy who bear the same family name with you? Kindly get back to me. Sincerely, Mark Bester. What is this story? What am I missing? Oh, there must be more. Did I delete it? If I got it? Oh, I need to know now. I must know. Hold on. Mark Bester, I'm coming for you, buddy. I need to know. Mark Bester. 
Uh, if I deleted it, it's gone. I'm sorry, Mark Besser. Uh, I know you will like to know if you were, if I received your previous message about Miss Dorothy, who bear the same family name with me, but I I just don't know. Um, I I don't think that I did. I know about Lawrence Betty Lawrence and Mrs. Catherine Pascal, uh, wife of the late Doctor George Pascal, but uh, I don't I don't know about Miss Dorothy, who bear the same family name with me. So this message is from Susan Adam, subject line, hi, all lowercase. Um, oh, we've already got a twist. Greetings, comma, no space. I am Warrant, W-A-R-A-N-T, Karen Beattie. I want to have a serious discussion with you about my plans for investment in your country and my peacekeeping mission in Libya for the sake of the crisis here, but you didn't reply. Why? All caps, question mark, period. Please, I need a serious-minded person. Colon, thanks, Karen Beatty. So who's Susan Adam? Why isn't she the one sending me this message? Karen, I need to know. Why are you using someone else's email? Let's do another. This is from Monica. Subject line, quote unquote, followers services. Uh, hello. Do you want to promote your business? Likes and followers, colon slash. Number one, 10K Instagram followers, $70. Number two, 10K Facebook page like, $90. Number three, 1K YouTube subscriber, $70. Number four, 1K LinkedIn followers, $70. Why would I pay you to give me LinkedIn followers? What the? Number five, 20 local Facebook page reviews, $80. Number six, 20 local Google map reviews, $80. Oh, we don't need your login ID and password. We need your page ID and URL. Thanks. Monica, marketing manager from nowhere. There's no company listed. Email address is website design services for you. <laughs> oh boy, the letter U and the number four. That's good. Um, I would love to promote my business, but I do not have uh, uh, $70 to throw at 1,000 LinkedIn followers. Uh, I apologize, Monica, but I just don't have the money for it. Uh, ooh, Oh, no. Ooh, okay. Uh, another one. Uh, the plot is thickening. So this is from Dr. Gilmore Carson. Uh, and the subject line is, contact my secretary in Burkina Faso. Uh, is this related? We got I gotta know. Dear friend, good day. This is Mr. Henry, with an I, Zongo, Z-O-N-G-O. That's a great name. I love that name. Uh, Hen Miss, my name, this is Henry, Mr. Henry Zongo. I'm happy to inform you about my success in getting the fund 29.6 million transferred under the cooperation of a new partner from Dubai. Presently, I'm in Dubai and oh, I'm sorry. Uh, uh, so under the cooperation, co dash operation of a new partner from Dubai, comma, space, capital P, presently, I'm, two spaces in Dubai. 
had to just make sure you got that semantic bit of things there. Also, this is all one sentence. Good day, comma. This is Mr. Henry Zongo, comma. I'm happy to inform you about my success in getting the fund dollar sign 29.6 capital M million with no space between the six and the M transferred under the co-operation of a new partner from Dubai comma capital P presently I'm two spaces in Dubai for investment projects with my own share of this total sum period meanwhile comma no space I didn't forget your past efforts and attempts to assist me in transferring those funds despite it failed us some space how now contact my secretary in Burkina Faso. His name is Mr. Leonard Kabore, and his email address is at Outlook.com. And ask him to send you Visa ATM card, which has loaded the sum of USD $1 million, uh, and in parentheses, $1 million United States dollars, no, oh, no, yeah, no closed parentheses, issued in your name by our bank, in parentheses, BOA, headquarter. I'm sorry. I, okay. Uh, this is for your compensation for all the past efforts and attempts to insist, assist me in this manner? Uh, I've got to read that again because there's so many like parentheticals. Uh, now contact my secretary in Burkina Faso, comma. His name is Mr. Leonard Kabori, and his email address is Leonard underscore Kabori at Outlook.com. And ask him to send you Visa ATM card, all caps, which has loaded the sum of USD $1 million issued in your name by our bank headquarter. This is for your compensation for all the past efforts and attempts to assist me in this manner. Matter, matter. Uh, note, you will withdraw your money in an ATM machine, all caps, in any part of the world. But the maximum is, uh, in parentheses, 5,000, the number, uh, out, of, out of parentheses, 15,000 uh, US dollars in three transactions per day. Uh, sort of breaking the pattern there of, of uh, the number being out of the parentheses and the spelling within parentheses. That's a little inconsistent. So feel free to get in touch with my secretary and instruct him where to send the Visa ATM card to you. Please do let me know immediately you receive the ATM card so that we can share the joy. Please, my main reason to compensate you with this amount is for you to keep your mouth shut. Whoa, chill out, Dr. Gilmore Carson. Uh, the, the, please, my main reason to compensate you with this amount is for you to keep your mouth shut. Do not allow anybody to know about this deal ever. Let it to be sealed between us because I don't want to have any problem in the future. Please, exclamation mark, period. Oh, no, I've broken a sacred pact by reading this. Oh, I'm sorry. I just saw the email that this is from. Oh my god, this is amazing. Uh, www.m.yoshik, so Y-O-S-H-I-K, at guitar.ocn.ne.jp. That's a fucking email address right there. Okay, uh, gonna continue. Uh, this is how we contributed for your compensation. I contributed $600,000 out of my own share while my new partner contributed, comma, $400,000 to make the to sum total, the to, to make the total of $1 million USD, comma, no space. Please let the deal be sealed. Okay, exclamation mark. Delete every message you received so far concerning this deal in your email box. Oh, boy. 
God, the sentence structure, uh, Mr. Henry Zongo has really got to figure figure out how to how to spell. Um, who was Gilmore Carson, though? Oh, fuck. I'm sorry. Uh, this is how we contributed to for your compensation, comma, I contributed $600,000 out of my own share while my new partner contributed, comma, $400,000 to make the sum total of $1 million USD, comma, no space. Please let the deal be sealed. Okay, exclamation mark. Uh, no space. Delete every message you received so far concerning this deal in your mailbox. Ooh, boy, delete every message. In the moment, I am very busy here because of the investment projects, which me and the new partner are having at hand. Finally, remember that I had forwarded an instruction to my secretary on your behalf to receive that Visa ATM card, so feel free to get in touch with him, and he will help you to send it to your address. I'll be traveling to Qatar this evening with my partner for an investment project. Regards, Mr. Henry Zongo. Contact my secretary in Burkina Faso. How? Oh, the email, that's right. Uh, It's just weird that they keep bringing up Burkina Faso. And who is Dr. Gilmore Carson? Ah, the mysteries. Hold on, I'm going to look at Catherine. No, it wasn't Catherine Pascal. It was uh, Lawrence. Was it Lawrence Betty Lawrence? Right? This is Burkina Faso. Oh, I'm I'm mixing up my stories here. Yeah, yeah. So that's George Pascal, is the late late doctor, and then that was now this is this 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 extra doctor, Doctor Gilmore Carson, whose email address is www.m.yoshik at guitar.ocn.ne.jp. Oh boy, let's do another one. Uh, this is Lewis Meir. Uh, sorry, more. All caps, uh, subject line, good day, dear, comma. Uh, good day, dear. I hope this letter meets you well, question mark. My name is Lewis Moore. I know this may seem inappropriate, so I ask for your forgiveness. I, no, not capitalized, wish to get to know you better, if I may be so bold. I consider myself an easygoing man, adventurous, honest, and fun-loving person, but I am currently looking for a relationship in which I will feel loved. I promise to answer any question that you may want to ask me. All I need is just your attention and the chance to know you more. Please tell me more about yourself, if you do not mind. Hope to hear back from you soon, and I hope this letter will be the beginning of a lasting communication between us. Contact me with private mail. Have a nice day, Lewis. That's a sweet little message. Oh. Oh. This always gives away the game, though. So, um... Uh, he hasn't, hasn't like the, the, uh, uh, the email that I'm supposed to, to, his private email that I'm supposed to send to him is, uh, Lewis 121 more at gmail.com. But up there where I see the name, uh, and the email address that this was sent from, it is a dot Muhammad at AOL dot JP. So I'm a little bit suspicious. Um, one more, got one more. All right, this is from JessW at TeamSpareMin.com, uh, and the subject line is Share Podcast Audio on Social. Hey, I found Zara Enthused on iTunes. This is so Zara Enthused is the uh, the name that I used 
to sign up for a couple of different services before I uh, landed on Sarah. And so if you go, if you listen to the show on uh, uh, iTunes, that's still the name that's listed under there is like uh, who, who publishes this podcast. Hey, I found Zara Enthused on iTunes and wanted to let you know about a free tool that allows you to repurpose your episodes into videos. Headliner allows you to create audiograms that will help grow your audience on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Currently, over 10,000 podcasters and radio stations make their audiograms this way. If you want to try it out, have a look at headliner.app. Or if you aren't comfortable clicking a link in a random email for somebody you've never met, uh, smiley face, search Google for Headliner by Spearman. Let me know if you have any questions. Jess. Thanks, Jess. What a good product and or service. Wow. What a what an emotional journey this was. Just 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 wow. What a what a what a good time. Um I want to know who Dr. Gilmore Carson is. Um I'm really uh, I want to know who Susan Adam is. What is it with these what's up what's up with burkina faso is that what was the name of the place yeah burkina faso uh why is this person's email address at guitar like there's so many questions henry zongo why are you emailing from dr gilmore carson from from a an email address that's from japan i don't understand why does everybody want me to, to help them invest in stuff. These people want to give me millions of dollars. And all I've done is be trans. Truly, this world is full of gifts and wonders. It's impossible to know. Uh, maybe God is real. Maybe Miss Catherine Pascal was right. I am God's elect. I'm so sad that she's an orphan. And that she has, she doesn't, she don't have anybody as her family member just to endeavor that the house of God is maintained. Hopefully we can all ourselves, the house of God, maintain. If you want your email read aloud like this uh, by a sarcastic asshole, uh, send me an email at uh, gmail, uh, sorry, transquestioningpodcast at gmail.com. So, uh, Give me some real shit to read. Uh, Balls in your court. Let's see if you can do better. All right, thanks for listening to this episode. I know this one went a little bit longer than usual. Once more, if you have thoughts, email transquestioningpodcast at gmail.com. If you want to support me doing this thing, go to patreon.com slash LTAS and give me some of that hard-earned money that you have that you just want to throw away. The cover art is by Emily Baumgartner. Uh, music you heard is by Insane in the Rain. Please come back next week because I'm going to have a very special episode. I'm real excited about it. Got a, got a fun interview coming up. So um, get hyped for that. Thanks as always for listening, and I will see you again in the very near future.